Gus is on hold. All right, let's go to the hotline and welcome back to this show, uh, Donald Trump Jr. Don, how are you, buddy? I'm doing well, guys. How's it going? Uh, great to catch up with you, and I appreciate you rescheduling and joining us. How was the uh, the event last night in Tampa? Uh, it was it was great, uh, man. A lot, lot of enthusiasm, a lot of people showing up. Uh, you know, great energy. It was it was awesome to be a part of it. Yeah, obviously, Florida is pivotal for the election. I mean, is there any? Do you get a, a sense? Not an optimistic answer, but just a, a sense of really which way the state could go. I mean, we're at this point in the game. It seems like Florida is the the number one state that you guys need to, to chase down both sides and nail it down before the election. Uh, yeah, it is, and, and, it, and it feels really good. Like I said, you know, if I'm putting you know a thousand people or whatever it is into a you know into an area on, on a random work night week, uh, uh, you know, that feels sort of good. The, the, the enthusiasm is there. Florida feels great. This Sunday, we're doing something kind of cool and unique. Uh, we're, we're actually doing a bus tour uh, with Jorge Alvar- uh with. Uh, Masvidal, fighter, uh, with, with, yeah, Jorge Masvidal and uh, Maximo Alvarez, who spoke at the RNC, talking about sort of the perils of socialism. Um, so, you know, we're going to get out there and you know, sort of really engage a, a, a different group. I think we've done pretty well in Florida, especially with with Hispanics because they understand, uh, you know, what's going on as it relates to socialism and communism and the Democrat Party, sort of fully embracing that craziness uh, right now. So. Uh, it, it was great to be able to get Jorge to just sort of literally reach out, and be like, "Hey, I love what you guys are doing. Let's, uh, uh, you know, let, let's do something like this, and it's going to be fun." So we're going to be in Tampa again on Sunday. Uh, I think we're in Kissimmee, we're in uh, Orlando, uh, you know, Kissimmee, Orlando area, Miami, and uh, Lauderdale, and it's just going to be it's going to be a fun time. I was watching on the news, and they were saying how important Florida is, and how uh, at this point. Uh, you know, it, it's hard to tell, but I, I heard you say you brought up a couple of good points. You were like, "Hey, look, uh, we, you know, one of the things we think we can count on this time is the Latino vote. The Latino vote, especially in South Florida, uh, had been up in the air. But uh, like you said, with, with the uh, people coming out and speaking against uh, uh, socialism, and with with your dad now being a, uh, a resident here in South Florida, I I, I believe." Uh, even though, even though when I announced that you were going to be on the show, I do get a, an influx of hate mail. I do believe at the end of the day, the the state is going to go in the in the way of the Republican Party. Yeah, no, I, I think it feels good. I think people get it. I think they've seen the results. I think you know, you know, when you look at Governor DeSantis and what he's been able to do as it relates to the differences between you know Florida tackling coronavirus and like the other uh, you know blue states. Uh, it, it's sort of a no-brainer. I mean, he, he wasn't—he didn't have to shut everything down. He still had better numbers. Uh, it wasn't this sort of draconian totalitarian, like, we'll destroy your business, you must never leave the house again, or we'll shoot you in the face kind of stuff that you were seeing in New York and these other states that, by the way, still had much worse infection rates numbers. So, uh, you know, I think the conservatives and, you know, Ron, I think really struck a sort of a, a happy medium between taking it seriously and responsibly without destroying, uh, you know, our lives. Uh, and, and I think that's an important thing to sort of you know note and recognize. Yeah, uh, how is your dad uh, health wise? Uh, he's doing great. Uh, he, he's doing great. He's um, you know just always going to be Trump, right? So even when yeah. I called him, uh, you know, on Friday when it was like in the midst of all this stuff, and he, he's, he's basically like, "Listen, uh, thanks for checking in. Uh, I'm fine. I got to get off the phone. I want to get back to work." Like, <laughs> so, uh, it, 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 you know. Trump is Trump. He's, he's not gonna. He's not gonna change that. Uh, he's always gonna do. Uh, always gonna be fighting for the people. He's always gonna be a fighter. He's always gonna be a worker. And I think, you know, again, that's why I think you get the results that you've gotten from Donald Trump. It's why 
you're getting peace deals done in the Middle East that all these other politicians talk about for decades, but no one's actually been able to do. It's why you're, you know, you're pulling out of endless wars that our own generals can't even tell us why we're still in. You know, yeah. it's why you had the economic numbers you had, why we need uh, because you have someone who actually knows what he's doing in there and someone who's able, more importantly, not just knows what he's doing, but is willing to fight for it, well, not just roll over and die. Yeah, like and, and it's treated unfairly. Treated unfairly. I mean, one of the things I I believe that my eyes were open to, and as a member of the media, is how how much the media is designed to sway our opinion in a certain way, and and the simple fact that because your father's uh, uh, tactics are uh, you know something that they've not seen before. Nobody is harping on the fact that there's peace agreements, three different peace agreements in the Middle East. Like the good stuff is never the stuff that leads a story. It's always the bad stuff that they want to find first. That un that uh, your dad was the first person to really point out how unfair that was. A hundred percent. I mean, it, it, it's absolutely ridiculous. I mean, the mainstream media today has just decided to be the marketing arm of the Democrat Party. You know, that that's fine, but like. Stop pretending that they're being objective. You see that, you know, e e even with stuff like, you know, the, the debates, right? Uh, so the second debate, they, they the second uh, Mike Pence destroys Kamala Harris in, in the debate, the next morning, uh, we're going to make the debates virtual. And the guy who's hosting the second debate is, by the way, a former Joe Biden intern. <laughs> and, oh, by the way, 12 hours later, he thought he was sending Anthony Scaramucci uh, a DM. I saw secretly, that. But he had to just put it right up on Twitter. Uh, asking him what he should do about Trump, and uh, I mean, does anyone think that this is even remotely fair? No. I mean, and, and, you know what's funny is like at another point in time in history, like like journalists would be penalized for that. Like that's like you would lose all credibility. You'd probably lose your job. Yeah. But today it's like oh well, he tried to get Trump, so it's okay. Like you you can put aside all credibility. You can put aside all uh, pretense of unbiased. You can doesn't matter. You can do whatever you want. And that's sort of what we've been up against for four years. That's why you never hear about the successes, because if Donald Trump does something right, it's here, swept under the rug. Here's one uh, of the things that I uh, that I think decades of failure aren't here. Here's one of the things I think is so unfair for you. Hunter Biden uh, uh, was discharged because he had a drug problem and then goes over and gets his job. And we all know the story there. And uh, yet when you got up last week and we're so, you know, you and Kim and you give a good impassioned speeches for your father and for this presidency, uh, the next day everybody's like, oh, I think he's on cocaine. Yeah, like, so when Hunter Biden actually does it, when he's yeah. you know, turning in car rental cars with crack pipes, when he's thrown out of, you know, he made it about you know six days in the military before he got thrown out for coke, like, uh, you know, this is not a good guy, but beyond that, I don't even care about that. That's, you know, that's like sort of the, the personal attack. That doesn't even bother me anymore. I'm so used to it at this point. You know, what, what about Hunter Biden taking $1.5 from the Chinese government? Uh, what about him taking $3.5 from a known Vladimir Putin associate in Russia uh, who happens to have money that's tied to prostitution rings and human trafficking all over Eastern Europe? Like, you think if that if that was me, you think that'd be a story, Mike? You think it'd be yeah. a really, really big deal? You think my father would probably have to resign the office? Like, all of the things they spent three years hoping that the Trumps were doing, Hunter Biden was doing and getting really rich from it. And now that they know that, it's like, ah, nothing to see here. Yeah. Nothing's going to happen. You know, don't, don't worry about it. We can't, we can't let it hurt, you know, incompetent Joe, because 
It's not about Joe Biden. They could care less about Joe Biden. It's about Joe Biden getting Kamala Harris in. It's about getting Bernie's platform in. It's about pushing the radical left agenda. And that's what they're trying to get into office. How, how are they able to get away with saying uh, about the, the fracking and, and saying Joe saying that he wouldn't stop it, but yet it's on his campaign website? Uh, it, she, it, she is such a big supporter of the, of the big green deal, and, and uh, he is saying he's not. I mean, there's so many inconsistencies It's on there. his website. It's it, on the website. It is. <laughs> he, he is. That's the point. No, no one. They, he can go to the, he can go to Pennsylvania and say he's not going to stop fracking because in Pennsylvania that would hurt him bigly. That would hurt him a lot. But they don't bother to check because they know it would hurt him. So they say, you know what? Fine, let him say it. Then he can go somewhere else and say the opposite. There's never a, there's never anyone holding him accountable. That's yeah. been his whole career. You know, he's he's for the blue collar worker, Mike. He spent fifty years pushing for NAFTA, TPP. China's permanent status in the World Trade Organization. Joe Biden's destroyed more working class jobs in America than probably any human being alive. If there was a real journalist, they'd actually talk about it. I mean, I, I literally wrote a book during yeah. the quarantine, during the lockdown, called Liberal Privilege, because I couldn't believe how much information there is about Joe Biden and, and Hunter, but the brother doing the same exact stuff as Hunter's doing. It's not just Hunter. Uh, you know, and I'm like, man. If this was Trump, if your names were reversed, every journalist in America would be all over these things, trying to you know make a story about it, trying to make a headline of it. But because it's Joe Biden, it's like I, I literally had to do it as a private citizen. I wrote a book to talk about the things that the Biden crime family and, and the decisions over decades have done. And, and no it, one else has even bothered. There's thousands of journalists that this would be essentially their job. Yeah, I, I don't care. I don't care who you're supporting. But, a little bit. Yeah, what he's saying is is, is real, and uh, and you, if you don't see the bias in that, it's something you need to be afraid of. Don, I, I appreciate you always taking the time for us. You know that uh, through now through the election, uh, anything you need, we're going to be here for you. And I, and I, Sunday you'll get to see uh, Don Jr., Jorge Masvidal, uh, Maximo Alvarez. They're uh, they're going to be in town and uh, at the Tampa Convention Center. And I wish you guys the best of luck. And I again, thank you for making the time for us. I appreciate it, man. Thanks a lot. Thanks, Don. Take it easy. Uh, you can you Be can well. su- take it easy, buddy. Uh, you can support whoever you want. You can say that you that you uh, like him or you hate him or you like the Trump family, you hate the Trump family. But what he's saying is true and is unfair in that way. Is if if the Trump kids were uh, caught doing the stuff that the Biden kid was doing, that you'd never hear the end of it. Yet I, uh, the first time we were supposed to have him on the air and I put it on, everybody was sending me messages, oh, he's on cocaine, he's on cocaine. And they're saying that because uh, if you've ever gotten up in front of a group of uh, 10,000 people or knowing that uh, 3 million people or 10 million people are watching, the amount of of energy that you have and the the endorphins that come out in your body when you're speaking to a crowd like that it makes you it makes you almost feel like you're euphoric and uh yet nobody nobody wants to see that they always they want to go look he's on cocaine meanwhile the other guy has gotten in trouble for cocaine got kicked out of the army got coke coke pipes in his in his rental cars and everybody's like well you know he had a drug problem and he got past it and it's okay it's just it's i don't care who you're voting for the uh the you know the difference between the two families and the and the way they're treated in the press is is insane uh oh, I, i'm not even checking my social media today because i just know what it's going to be yeah don't do that uh, yeah. by the way did you hear him sneak in a bigly a bigly yeah i i i think that they that's the way they operate if we if if trump made up a word 
We use that word now. Yeah, that's how words get yeah, dictionary. Absolutely. And, yeah. If if uh, if you if you make up a word, we found out every year we hear uh, that uh, the uh, Webster's will add a word to the dictionary, and it's only right. because that word's been used so many times. So if Trump's making up words, I love how he calls his father Trump. Yeah. 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 I, I you know I call Trump to say he's doing. Yeah, I'm fine. I gotta go. I gotta work. I got things I gotta do. I'm breathing. Uh, we um we yes. we said this we said this early in the show, but just for the record, we've also reached out to the Biden campaign and to have you know anybody from their campaign that wants to come on the show, and they haven't gotten back to us. Whereas the Trump campaign, their the the woman who runs their PR for radio has been in contact with me a ton and offered a ton of guests i have not i didn't agree to anything other than uh i asked them to they asked us to keep it to 10 minutes that was yeah, it that was it they, they said just make say, sure he's out ask him about anything i couldn't i had to say look i i talked to him about exactly what i i have notes that i made and that's exactly what i wanted to ask well let me pull up my notes real quick i wanted to ask how his dad was doing I wanted to uh, bring up that Masvidal was supposed to be with him. I didn't know that they were doing the new event on Sunday. Uh, the question of which way Florida would lean and how much the Latino vote plays into that. I used to live in Miami, and uh, I you don't realize until you've lived, I think, in that community how strong the Latino vote is in Miami and in that whole South Florida area and also in Central Florida. Uh, and uh, the difference between being a Trump child and being a Biden child, and and I think we nailed all the things that I actually and cocaine. My thing is cocaine? Question mark. <laughs> Last night on my on my i uh, my uh, iPhone, I made two pages of notes. One was stuff that I need to pack for my trip today as I take my son to to West Palm for a hockey tournament, and one was my questions for uh, Don Jr. And my notes that I put on to pack was to bring. Um, my iPad, my uh, stuff from my toothbrush and stuff from the bathroom, my charger from my phone, the waiver that my son needs, and then I switched over to my my notes for Trump Jr. and uh, I wrote cocaine with a question mark, but I didn't actually switch pages, and I just wrote things to bring with me. And the last three things on my list are cigars, gun, and cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> It's going to be a good trip. Yeah, oh, yeah. The kids are going to be great playing hockey this weekend. Uh, there you go. For those of you who love him and those of you who hate him, there's Don Jr. And the, and the uh, 10 minutes that you were in the car with the air conditioning off, holding your breath while he was on because you were mad, is over now. So you can all come back to the show. Uh, we, I would bet, Hoppy, we have to take a break. Yeah. 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 Uh, before we go to break, I want to tell you about Zero Res. You know, nothing will clean your carpet your upholstery, your area rug, and now your tile and grout like Zero Res. If you call them right now, you can get three rooms of carpet clean for 119 bucks. If you've never even tried them out, now is the time to try them because for 119 bucks you get three rooms. And then if you mention me, you get 100 square feet of tile clean for free. So if you're like, yeah, I definitely want them to clean the rugs, but I want to see how they do on the tile as well because that grout, you know that grout's supposed to be white in most cases, and you look down and it's brown, same color as the tiles because you haven't cleaned it. That's why Zero Res does it for you. Three rooms of carpet clean for only 119 bucks, and mention me, you'll get 100 square feet of tile clean for free, and they will come out there, and they also do commercial uh, services. So if you have a business and you need your business carpets done, they do that as well. And, of course, they're uh, practicing all the things they need for social distancing, and then they're uh, they're uh, disinfecting their equipment. They're wearing the gloves and the boots and the whole deal, so they can make sure that they're safe coming into your home. And then let them come in and get all the pet odor and the 
dookie stains and all the things that your kids spilled, all that stuff out of your carpet, and they do it with just water. They adjust the pH level of the water, and they get it super clean, and then it dries fast, and there's no chemicals in there to gather the dirt back and just start the cycle all over again. It's clean like you've not seen before. I know this because they've been out to my house plenty of times. Go to ZeroRezTampaBay.com. That's Z-E-R-O-R-E-Z, TampaBay.com. Give them a call at 813-547-6831. It's ZeroRez, 100 19 bucks. You get three rooms of carpet clean and 100 square feet of tile at zero res. We'll take a quick break. It's the Mike Calta Show. This is 1025 The Bone. You're listening to the Mike Calta Show. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. With professional-grade industrial supplies, count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.